Hello, here we are. Again. Again. Well, <laughs> again, we again. just recorded a previous one. episode, but um, yeah. for you guys, it'll be a fresh... A fresh new fresh one. Fresh week. Um, well, we do I, I, I don't know. I don't know which one will come first yet. Yeah, me neither. Probably the one we just recorded. Probably. Um, This is going to be a delicious... This is a little book. Round up. Yeah, it's a little roundup book I recap. Think it's, I think it's actually probably... A month. A little less than a month. A little less than a month, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, because it was must have been, what, on like the 20th or something? So actually, almost exactly a month, because I went almost on the 21st. Yeah. 21st or okay. Wow, I've not really read as much this month. I went on a holiday where I had, it ended up being about 11 hours of travelling each way, so I managed to get through quite yeah. a few more books. Okay. Well, we can make up the difference by picking what I'm going to read on my holiday. Exactly. So, yeah, we've got a little bonus thing. Amy's going to Copenhagen. She's going to Copenhagen. Five days, right? Five days. I'm going Monday to Friday. Sick. Um, And we're going to choose what she's going to read. We absolutely are. I Shall I begin? I think Mia's going to start. We're not going to do what we're currently reading. No. Because we just did that and it's not going to have changed. Yeah. Although, did you... No, yeah, of course she has. But it was so. I was like, you're currently reading the rule, but you've just finished it. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. So, Mia's been stuck. She's read more. Started off reading. Sounds like fun by Brian Moriarty. Now, sorry to say, this doesn't come out until spring 2023. It is um, a proof from the agency I was doing an internship with. However, super fun. Honestly, definitely read it. It's basically about a young um, gay man in London who is in a relationship with a man who's very, who's a bit sort of, it's not that he's more, I don't know, tight-lipped or I'm trying to think of the way to describe him, but he's basically just a bit more, he's got a more sort of typical corporate job. Okay. Whereas um, it's Owen, this is the main character, called Owen. He has got less of a typical job and he sort of works in a cafe, he does bits and bobs here and there. And it's basically about his boyfriend saying to him i'd like to have an open relationship yeah and owen is not a fan of that he is very upset about it then moves through going through the motions because he wants to stay with his boyfriend and um things switch and change and they're twists and turns and it's really funny and it's very touching it's i thought it was a really sweet book yeah and i literally read it in maybe two and a half hours that's nice. Lovely. I think it's going to be a great summer book. Yeah? Yeah, for I'll, sure. I'll, I think I'll read it. Yeah, for you sure. you send it to me. Yeah, well, I've got proof you can read that. Oh, okay. um, so I will. You can read it in winter, or you can save it. Um, I'll read it whenever you remember to give it to me. Yes, so that was great. I'll bring, bring it to you tomorrow. Oh, it can come in thanks, your rucksack. <laughs> um, yeah, really like that. That was great. Um, shall I do my next as well? My next was Bluettes by Maggie Nelson. Thank yeah. you, Amy Moss. And that was just lovely. Yeah. Super short. It was a list. I think it went up to about 250. And it was literally just one of the other Maggie Nelson talking about the colour blue. And what it means to some people. What it means to her. What it means to her, you know, people that she really looks up to. In songs, in poetry, in art, and everything in life. And it was great. It was a really just like... mm. She talked about Glenn Cohen in that, didn't she? She did, yeah. Did she talk about his poetry or his songs? Uh, his po- he actually talked about both. Sure, I didn't even realise he wrote poetry until I found that book. Yeah, well. Yeah. Me you can get back to us. Yeah, I'll get that. back to... Yeah, I will get back to you guys on that. Um, I gave I gave Mia a book of Leonard Cohen's poetry. Or I saw a book yeah. and I found it. And I no, I thought it was really good. It's also a very nice one to um, read again, I would say. It's something you can go back to. It's pretty short. 
it's something that you can almost go like sort of a like, same with like an essay collection or something like that where you don't even have to read it all at once so like, you yeah. can very easily read a few here and there and go go yeah. along so yeah great yeah. my nice. first Maggie Nelson and would you read more I would definitely read more really like her writing style yeah I think it's very um it was very different to sounds like fun as well obviously like completely different reading one's fiction one's non-fiction but yeah it was great I think she's a really easy to read writer yeah I think you get at least with the Argonauts which I'll talk about later but like when you read her books like even though she's talking quite intelligently you can read it I think you get maybe a little better understanding when you understand the people she's talking about and referencing but like yeah. equally she makes it very easy she does okay. yeah and also because she writes very beautifully sometimes it's just you know just vibes yeah <laughs> sometimes you don't understand but you're vibing with but it you're vibing with yeah it. um okay first one I read was Three Rooms by Joe Hamia mm-hmm. which has the beautiful American one and yes, the cover that you actually liked yeah I, was I did um I really enjoyed this book. Yay! Um, I I think I maybe had a bit of a neg expectation. And then... So that was because of the cover. <laughs> probably. Which is fair. I actually watched you read it for a while. You do people. We we do judge books I by judge their covers. Them That's just time the by their truth. covers. Yeah, I, I hugely do. Um, but I thought it was really... I've actually put up my good reads perhaps two on the nose yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, it was about a girl um a woman of color and she it's split into three parts because it's three rooms and the it starts with her in oxford accepting a job as a research assistant um and living in a room there and then she when that comes to an end she moves to london and she sleeps on like a girl's sofa like mm. to afford living in London and then I won't tell you who the last room is because it's kind of indicative of her mm. personal journey but it's just so intensely and like I saw her speak in a thing she was like I really cannot express enough like how middle class the girl is like she may be down on her like like she may not have huge financial coffers like she's staying on this woman's sofa but she's so intensely middle class and it's so true like there's so much privilege still assigned to her um but it was just really like incisive and exact in what it was talking about like it kind of there was that part which i think i sent pictures to you about and it was like there are two kinds of ways to take a photo of books and it's either spread on your artfully crinkled sheets or like on a table with some cut flowers and like a full mug of coffee and mm-hmm. it was just I like said that to Mira and I was like you're the artful sheets I am the mug of coffee yeah and then she there's another part where she's... <laughs> mine aren't even purposely crinkled I just turn them on yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then I am um, and then I also think I sent a bit where it's like I've cut and this is the main character being like I'm currently really into reading a type of book that's about a very sad woman who just thinks about things in her job that's not really fulfilling her and she eats like a lot of almonds and shit like that and it's just like 
all of it is just the very internal workings of a sad woman's mind and I was like oh wow call me out why don't you um but also I think it was just really like it was really really accurate and indicative of um the world we live in for a lot of people and very specifically for people who share our experiences but Mm -hmm. um but it was also beautifully written and obviously I was about that's great like 50 pages in and then I was like I know exactly who was the agent for this book and lo and behold it was Harriet who was the agent for that book just the agent for all of the books that I read <laughs> just yeah okay. it's lovely what's going on it's great I mean choosing your there she is so you can just take well the thing is like it's, sometimes it's subconscious and other times it's completely conscious yeah like some, I see like Harriet's Pahani book and I'll be like then I'll know I'll like it and then I'll be reading a book and I was literally like 50 pages in and I was like Hmm. I think I'm gonna go, and I flicked the acknowledgements, and there it was. There so, it was. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. If I was a writer, I would want to submit to her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. You know. Okay. So my next one was "Conversations on Love" by Natasha Lunn, which I actually believe I spoke about a little bit last episode, so yeah. I won't go fully into it. But it's just a collection of essays. Apparently, it started off as this sort of um, blog email thing that um, Natasha Lunn created where she basically was asking people questions about love people were putting their sort of opinions in and she talks to lots of different sort of philosophers um some celebrities like she just talks to a lot of writers just lots of different people about different types of love Mm -hmm. and i think it's great i also am starting to see that this is a book that seems to be quite a few women read it and then suggest certain chapters to their you know prospective partners really? and it seems to have a pretty uh, positive effect on everybody because it talks about love and it's not I think you see conversations on love and you're thinking it's time to be real oh my gosh I'm not being real right now I will leave in that um okay well I am <laughs> carry on talking okay um yeah so I think that a lot of people read it and they have it's not just about romantic love it's about friendship love it's about reading love it's about everything so I think it's a really good way of talking about love and maybe you know i think that the friendship love is something that a lot of boys don't necessarily discuss enough so i think that's why a lot of men that i know have actually really enjoyed it because it's just something that maybe isn't always in their reading Mm -hmm. sphere but no i thought it was really good and um i can see why it's so popular um shall i do another or do you wanna yeah i think you should do another okay so then i read exciting times by you're gonna have to help with it. Nisha no, Dolan. No, that's it. Do you Nisha know who Dolan. Who's the agent for yes, that? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was also great. That was a very typical um, Harriet book for yes. sure. <laughs> it is about a woman. She's a student. She's doing. I think she's doing a TEFL course in teaching English as a foreign language. Is that what that means? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, in. Hong Kong, yeah, Hong Kong. and she because I couldn't remember where it was. She's kind of in this relationship with this guy who's a bit older than her, who's banker, banker, yeah, finer. He's very wealthy, and she's kind of floating through. And then she meets somebody. I won't ruin it because I mm. do think it's really good. And she starts sort of experiencing a different type of relationship. I think it's a really good book. I think it's a really good book too. I read it fairly quickly and I thought that yeah I thought it was a good one and it just talks about lots of things that I don't know being somebody in a foreign country, foreign city that's not that where they speak a different language to you I think that 
you know, it discusses a lot of those things. So I thought it was good. I really it was well know. written. And also I like that she was quite a flawed character and she was yes. quite self aware, but also there were sort of things where you the all has ma- the author's made it so that the reader is very aware of what's happening and yeah. like it's very clear and it's clear when she's not that clear about yeah. things. Yeah. And also I just love she's she's Irish and I just I can't in my head I can read things and have it be in an Irish accent mm-hmm. I can't do an Irish accent but I just like reading about yeah. Irish characters because I can just hear it and it's why I'm liking small things like these yeah because I can just imagine I, the, I think there is the like Irish a accent. really it's really soft and there's a really calming. nice thing about Irish books yeah they have I really they've they got do. a real well yeah and you know Sally Rooney's really or is them Amy McBride who I really like mm. um it's an Irish one The Colony that I read earlier mm, yeah um there's a lot of them um the one that won the booker that time yeah. the milkman yeah. yeah um oh i'm really glad you liked it i did because i think that and i'll one give got... it to you tomorrow i don't yeah. know why because <laughs> i think that one got like a lot of weird like response i think there's i think at the time when that came out it was still kind of controversial i was gonna say because like, now were doing it's so literally on every single yeah book to change my life yeah books to read in your 20s tiktok Mm. thing so yeah i think it's definitely getting its moment if maybe it didn't yeah the i i think that people just really are recognizing the want to read books with like interior portraits yeah which it certainly is mm-hmm. i also really like sorry i'm just now tangenting, no, no. i really like books that are like isolatory figure in mm. a foreign land yeah i think that's one of my favorites. I also really enjoy reading about women who obviously is the same narrator all the way through but you can see how they interact people differently and they sort yeah. of move into their different sides of their personalities for the different people because I I don't know if it's like a passive thing maybe yeah. but that is definitely what I do you know like I slightly do and I'm sure we all do it you yeah. know you slightly assimilate to whoever you're with. Have you read Little Scratch? No but. Oh, I think I might make you go home with that today um that's like written in a book that i can't remember the name of it off the top of my head like the name of the author but the book is a scratch um Mm. and that's written by a woman and it's just the tale of one day but it's written like her interior thoughts so it's written quite performatively Mm. um but you can really see how she thinks and talks to other people like in different ways for different reasons and like the interior thought as well as the like what yeah. she's saying um it's really quick to read like you'll get through it like that um i'm right. gonna make you go with that all right i'll go add it to the pile that mm-hmm. you've already got okay okay me yeah i think we can alternate i think we can think yeah we've got through um next book i read was picked by mia of my own collection <laughs> <laughs> yeah, controversially <laughs> i ruined amy's uh, reading week my my life Tonight I'm Someone Else, Essays by Chelsea Hodson. And um, it just wasn't great. If I remember your Goodreads thing, I think you said if I didn't finish books, if I, I would, books yeah, if I left them unfinished, I would have not. I would have stopped. I would have done it. <laughs> yeah. And I still stand by that. There is one really good essay in that yeah. that I read and I was like, this is the tits. Like, it was about fandom being a fan um on like a very personal scale mm. and i thought that one was brilliant i can't remember the name of it obviously should have written it down obviously um 
and that one was amazing and I'd recommend to read that but all the rest were just so like so formulaic and they were all kind of the same thing mm. and the woman who wrote this um was like also throwing into a lot of things like she was the story wasn't about her well, how should I say this she's living in New York and mm-hmm. then she throws in I was living in New York because I was working as a model at the time um because I am tall and like traditionally beautiful and it's like but the essay wasn't about you being a model yes. or because you were tall or traditionally beautiful at the time so couldn't you have just said you were living in New York and not that you were there because you were being a model like yeah it's like if you're going to talk about that like really talk about that you know yeah. it was just like sorry you just could throw that in there um it just felt really heavy-handed like yeah did you I know can, i was I a can, model yeah um and then i've also put very i have a degree in creative writing and i'm not even sure if she does have a degree in creative writing but if she does you can tell mm-hmm. it's just it wasn't doing anything yeah me. and it kind of slowed me down i have to say you know when you're like not enjoying something yeah and then also because you're like i want to finish it so i can get on to something i want to read yeah and then you're and then it kind of throws your kilter for the for the next i've had that yeah. before where you're like ah no i can't shift this kind of and I'm it's not like this not one. it's not a long book and yeah. it's an essay form so yeah but i i still i finish my books so yeah well well done i'm gonna do what i gotta do um okay okay what did i read next next i read notes to self by Emily Pine. Mm-hmm. Now, I did like this. Mm-hmm. However, I, and I think I discussed this in the last episode, read a lot about motherhood, read a lot about fertility, yeah. kind of over it, would be glad to have a break. So I did like it, and I thought that she kind of jumped around. She also had a really interesting life. Her yeah. teenage years, she kind of begins by talking, this is basically, she talks about, um, I guess, like, her, herself and her movement through life and thoughts and things like that but she ha- she sort of begins talking about the fact that she had the sort of quite wild years yeah and oh boy did she have wild years like I when I read it I was like oh, yes yeah, same I was crazy when I was like 16 17 18 and then <laughs> I was like back then. no not like that <laughs> that um absolutely not like that I think I did she did take some pictures of um some quotes that She's I a hell of a writer, right? she is she's a really good writer which i yeah i was very impressed with um her writing and it made me want to read more by her which i thought was good we always like that let me see oh i have taken a picture of a quote but it's so long i'm not gonna read that <laughs> so yes i would say i think it's a good read and i do kind of wish i'd read it not in succession with reading other books about all that jazz because I think I needed a break and I think it was she was saying new things but there is kind of only so much you can say about you know that obviously everyone's journey with fertility is different Mm. but there are lots of very similar similar things that people experience and um so you said you can read that exactly (laughs) I honestly (laughs) forgot because I know I recommended this to you like I can honestly completely forgot it was about infertility. I just remember being really moved by her writing. Yeah, and there's a lot that she is really moving, and I actually found the stuff about her teenage years yeah. really, really interesting and yeah. just insane, the fact that she was sort of saying people she'd run into from that time in her life, people, you know, just... who didn't make it. Which, yeah. you know, 
is um, a horrible truth. And her oh. conversations about her father, she this isn't a spoiler, she says this literally in the first essay, her father is an alcoholic and her mm. like sort of dealing with that and dealing with parents and how, yeah. you know, I guess realising your parents are human and forgiving parents for things. I mean, she had obviously had a lot to deal with with her dad, but mm. I thought it was good. Her book, Ruth and Penn, mm-hmm. just up there. Um, Better or worse? Different, different, because it's fiction. Yeah. Um, And I really didn't know what to expect when I read it. I feel like she would be a cracking it's crack. writer it's really good with reflection um, i think it was it's like better it's also better on reflection than i than i think you know when you read a book and you know it's good and mm-hmm. then you think about it later and you're like, you're like oh, that, oh, really that really was yeah, good that was great um yeah it's like set over the course of a day and it's told from ruth's point of view and pen's point of view and pen is an autistic teenager and then ruth is a therapist's woman Mm -hmm. and it's like there they each have like a chapter at like the same time of day and it's just like working through a day and like working through emotions and feelings but like the difficulties of being an autistic teenager and like um and having feelings for someone and then therapist but again if you're trying to there isn't there isn't like a there isn't a lean on motherhood here yeah but there is one part that i really liked and it was from which is why I'm like maybe leave it for a while before yeah. you get back into it but it's like maybe it'll be a new year read. yeah the therapist's like colleague and like best friend has just had a baby and there's like a scene where they meet up for a coffee and it's like mm. just so much baby talk and I think she's like debating whether or not she wants to have if she should have it's like I'm running out to have mm. a baby and um but it's like a really good thing to be put around yeah with the friend anyway it was really good great um you oh is it me okay it is um because i've got two left i've got two including the one i'm going to speak about oh perfect i also want to say i actually have read listened five because i finished another audiobook but (laughs) she won't she's not mentioning the title because we've discussed we've discussed it it's it's, it's just going to be bringing light yet (laughs) um And it Stephen is Stephen Fry's Dulcet Tones. Dulcet Tones. <laughs> Although I tell you what, and they didn't use to. I'm definitely listening to a newer recording of this, mm. and they've done effects on his voice. Really? Like so. Say for example, in the fourth one, they're at the Quidditch World Cup. And, ooh, <laughs> what could it be? <laughs> what could it be about? They're at the Quidditch World Cup, and he's doing the commentator's voice, and they've got like an effect on it to be like as if it was like a microphone like that kind of tone yeah. they got background noise and cool. I haven't listened to like maybe this is how audiobooks are nowadays but I just didn't really realise that there's now like that much of a production value mm. um anyway so still got a cracker reading voice uh-huh. anyway my next book mm-hmm. five stars from me check mm-hmm. out 19 by Claire Louise Bennett ah uh, yes um I love Claire Louise Bennett. Yeah. I want to say she's one of my absolute favourite writers. I really want to read this book. I'm, I'm not taking it home with me because I've got You're not taking it home with you because I want you to read Pond first. Yeah. Um, and I actually said this to Hannah the other day as well because she messaged me being like, what do we think of it? Yeah. And I love her. I love Claire Louise Bennett. I love what she writes about. But she's got such, like, honestly, unlike, any... unlike any other writer, she's wow. got such a specific voice. Mm-hmm. And really... It's a book about a lot of things, but it's also a book about absolutely piss all. Like, my 
thing. Yeah. I love it. And this one's definitely more intense. And this one, she... It's under the kind of guise of, like... I'm almost 100% certain it's autofiction, but there's also no real illusion that it is autofiction. It's just that you can kind of tell. Yeah, and it's talking about a woman kind of reflecting on, like, the importance of reading and writing in her life. But this carries on into loads of different tangents. Mm. It's just like tangent after tangent after tangent. She even talks about like stories that she wrote when she was first starting to write and then you literally have like a huge following of just like the story she was writing yeah. and about what was happening there. Yeah. Um, but I would recommend, if anyone wants to read it, I would recommend reading Pond first. Right. Pond was um, a collection of short stories but they're definitely, like it equally could have just been a chapter book. Like, it's all about like a woman who lives in a in a cottage and I somewhere rural and it's like a, there's a pond there and it's about her life there mm. and so it's very much like a story about nothing but it's much more structured and like easily understandable to go into than check out 19 like she clearly wrote that one and was like oh that's good and then was just like now I'm gonna write whatever the fuck I want yeah and I think I would I worry to suggest that one to someone who hasn't read to her before because I feel like you need if to you know what knew her voice yeah. a little bit better, you would enjoy it better. Yeah. Well, then that's fair So, to yeah. Um, yeah. But I absolutely loved it. Lovely. And I thought it was great. Um, it's been going, making the rounds. I think, yeah, I think I did a couple of... Um, Rogue for me, I think I turned down a couple of corners Ooh. on, like, pages that I liked the sound of, you well, know? Really, I really like the cover as well, so you can oh, definitely like, make a picture really of that. Yeah. Do you know what though? The hardback was even nicer, and it's it's a loss that mm. um, I and I remember admiring it, but not. This is before I'd read Pond, mm. like when I saw it in the bookshops, and I'm mad every day that I didn't get it. Yeah, because um, it's gorge. Oh, yeah, nice. and just like to go from that to that, yeah. even though I like the cover, it's just a bit. Yeah, but anyway, I think it's I think it's beautiful quote here is a book to shake the world anew true 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 yeah all right my next one is the push by ashley or drain i don't know if you've come across this at all but anyway can i see the cover or will i even know i don't it? think you well i mean so i got it on my kindle so i don't even know which cover is like that might be the american cover okay. but basically and actually i think she's american right basically the reason i read this book and i had to do it was quite a quick turnaround was because i had a ish interview with some scouts and they asked me to read a manuscript her newest manuscript yeah which obviously yeah, i'm not gonna say anything about because that is the confidential information but i thought okay better read yeah some of her previous work and this was spooky spooky scary like spooky, spooky scary yeah so i guess i would say so the premise is it's about a woman who has she's with her husband she gives yeah. birth to a child called violet she doesn't really bond with Violet. Yeah. Violet was growing up, Violet starts showing some weird tendencies where she just seems Violet's very like, Yeah, basically yes. like Violet's really Um yeah. And then basically she then has another child who like Violet is a bit funny with and it just it's all quite creepy. It's like creepy yeah. kid. The husband they sort of I I'm trying to think which point starts to become a spoiler so i think i might not go further than that but basically okay. it's like mother-daughter relationships 
the father's like can't doesn't believe the mother when the mother's saying the daughter's yeah. a bit something's not right with that one um <laughs> it was good she's a good writer yeah, yeah. Okay. it was very i guess more sort of like american thriller commercial okay. type thing i'd say but you were thrilled but i was thrilled <laughs> <laughs> i was thrilled and spooked um and i liked it and it made me um want to read it and my one of my previous colleagues when I put it on my Goodreads, commented saying, we have to discuss this. And she's American. And I kind of thought, I feel like this maybe is a bigger oh, author in America than here. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense for the Scouts. Yeah. We'll be selling it to me. Definitely. But, um, yeah. So that was, and that was something I probably wouldn't have read if it wasn't for this. And yeah. I'm glad I did. So that's, that's good. That's a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, my last one. Um, we've sped through this, by the way. Yeah, like, I know. I actually didn't mean to be so speedy, but that is quite handy for me because I do need to yeah. go fairly well, soon, but yeah. still. Okay, my last one is The Argonauts by yeah. Maggie Nelson. Returned it to the library today. Oh, yes, um, we well, didn't quite start, wasn't it, Maggie Nelson? But we almost started. Almost. And we're almost. almost ending, so. Um, and, yeah, as I said last time, it was a reread. And it definitely went down better this time. Um, and I also, I think in the mid, in the meantime, since before I'd read it, that I was like, kind of sort of remembering it more as like a relationship story in like a romance way. And it's definitely not. It's just like a romance of like what it is to, to love someone and care about someone. And, yeah. And also the generosity of that person to let you write about your life together mm-hmm. um i think the and it goes it follows basically like from pre-conception of their child to the birth of their child mm-hmm. with like but completely on reflection and maggie nelson's memoir um with lots of lots and lots of academia mm-hmm. thrown in but as i said last time with like the little quotes on the side and which i really like which i really really liked and honestly like yeah it was really good mm-hmm. it's really nice there are some things i think you can kind of tell it was written when it was written so mm-hmm. i think it still mostly does stand up um i also i know i said last time about my dislike of the use of the word tribe to describe her family which i still do dislike <laughs> but then i was talking Did you come around to a bit more then? no i was just talking about it with one of my housemates who has also read it and she was like i suppose and we were like we both agreed but then she was like but i suppose if you think of it as like queering the use of the word tribe like as a queer couple they're trying to find an identifier for their family that doesn't really else match yeah. up and they have to look through it i would say that what i think about the word tribe is that tribe doesn't come from necessarily it's more of a sort of i don't know I just feel like it's got kind of funny colonial. I don't like it. Yeah. At the end of the day, which I feel like it's not for like the quick community yeah. to like reclaim it because it's not exactly. It's not something that it's like was taken could be offensive. Them. Yeah. So, well, in some cases, obviously some cases, there are. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are actually there are. are people who are like yeah indigenous and are queer. Um, yeah. Of course. But what bothered me more was. Um, you know the name of the child. I clearly like blocked this out from the last mm. time, or just wasn't as aware of these issues. You know that the name of the child was Iggy, and I was like, Ugh. yeah. Well, they always knew that they were. If it was a boy, they were going to call it Iggy. But um, I can't now actually remember what it's short for. But they were like, but we don't have anything that it's short for, and so they then found and this is. I was really interested that she like 
chose to put this in. She then found a Native American name that could be long for Iggy that means something like that means something about like exploring life. Yeah. I again really should have noticed this down and um they thought it was perfect for their child and then their someone who assisted in her birth or no no no, no the lactation consultant um for her breastfeeding was a Native American woman and they spoke to her about it being like are we really should we really do this like we think it's such it's the perfect name blah 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 blah. and that woman was like well you've had one native american person give you permission to use that name as in she was like it doesn't bother me i think it's a nice name yeah you can name your child that um and i still don't necessarily think that they should have done that yeah because i also feel like one native american it's not saying it's not representative of the entire maybe not even from oh the name itself um isn't associated to any particular tribe or like they don't Mm. know like there is no yeah knowledge out there of where the names come from so i was a bit a bit off on this and i think that is also just the book showing its age i wonder i wonder now like because she was like i don't want them to just be called iggy because just makes me think of like an aging rock star yeah and it's like yeah but then just don't oh. call it Iggy. Like, yeah, just get a different name. Is yeah, it really, is it really a? I think one of the best. So yeah, I wonder. I wonder how she feels about that now, mm. on reflection. Um, what I thought was maybe one of the better parts was when. Um, oh Christ! I literally hurt my tongue. Just, I just want everyone to know that there was one bit in there that I really can't remember now, but I thought was absolutely amazing mm-hmm. and really, truly, maybe the best part of the book. Well, and I reckon. Then, Clearly, it's not that great. Walk into the library and you can have a look through and see. But just know, it might there is... There's a really, really good bit bit Well, actually, that's really intriguing to Yeah. So I think you've done a good job. It was a really good, thoughtfully written part. Mia. So my last book is Either Or by Ella Yes. I preferred the idiot. Yeah? Yeah. I did too. I still really liked it, though. Mm-hmm. but I did for the idiot yeah and I think that also possibly is because when I was re- I was reading I got really into it I read about 200 pages and then I got really busy mm-hmm. and started bitty reading it and that yeah. was so annoying because I kept being like no but I had a couple of quotes so it's the um, sequel to the idiot it literally seamlessly moves into yeah. the next thing like you know it's like you no know, time has passed was very good um, I'm trying to think of a way to describe it if you have it. I mean, it's Celine. It's Celine yeah. from The Idiot. She's in her second year and now she's experimenting a bit more with her relationships and her physical relationships. I would say that's pretty key. I would say... Yeah, she's pretty... It's a pretty... She's just so honest in all of it and I think, yeah, you know, it's funny, it's sad, it's, you know... Yeah. All that stuff. But anyway, there was a couple of quotes that I did see that I thought were funny or sad or whatever one of them was when she emails i don't know is it uh, ivan or yeah ivan yeah ivan and um she says something that she's done sort of an experience she's had with somebody and he replies saying selin sometimes i don't understand you at all why can't you do anything like a normal person when i see how you behave it makes me feel quite helpless i used to wonder this last year how could you be so graceful in writing and so clumsy in life and i thought (laughs) same um (laughs) Because I was sort of thinking, you know, I know so many very sort of like people like that who are very intelligent yeah. and, you know, can, 
are so articulate all, all this stuff mm-hmm. you know and then you see it's like the first times you get drunk like i had a friend who was very very super academic and the first yeah. time she got drunk she's just being so silly it was really funny and I could tell that she was sort of like this isn't lining up yeah. with my head and what I thought this experience was going to be and then also I loved the end of it the last line I thought great and I am going to read the last line out um, she sort of finishes she's fin- she's just been in um, Turkey yeah it does follow the same structure yeah. as the, as the yeah, previous book it does but um, it's, it still feels like oddly fresh yeah no I completely agree with that and um she finishes it and she's kind of you know she's had a, she's lived a bit more life with other people rather than just having experiences as she did in the idiot you mm-hmm. know she's really in sort of you know going the, into the dating culture and things like that mm-hmm. but she finishes the book saying was this the decisive moment of my life it felt as if the gap that had dogged me all day all my days was knitting together before my eyes so that from this point on my life would be as coherent and meaningful as my favorite books at the same time, I had a powerful sense of having escaped something, of having finally stepped outside the script, which I thought was great. Yeah. Because I do think there is that moment in your life where you're, uh, well, not of everybody, but I certainly had this, where you kind of move from observing to living. Mm-hmm. And it does feel kind of like you're going along a yeah. script and then you start to actually have experiences. And I definitely, when I was younger, I mean, younger than she is in the yeah. book, but had that sort of a feeling like I was kind of watching other people living yeah and imagining and sort of thinking this is what happens and you go and do this yeah and then you have that crossover period where you're now living yeah yeah I mean she's a great writer she really is isn't she yeah I feel like I had a perfect amount gap between them actually where it still felt like I was following it on yeah but not straight after I think I would have found it a bit yeah I'm really, sure. I'm really excited to see what she does. Yeah, me too. Next, I'm not sure if she'll. Do you think she'll carry on? She's well, got she another, said she's got two more years of college. So. Yeah. Well, she said that she, if she was to do another book, she'd do it when she was older, like mm. in her like thirties. Yeah, and that would be a good idea. And I think that would be really interesting. But then she also never really actually had the intention to write a sequel. Yeah. And just did it. Um, so I guess you just have to wait. Kind of happens. almost in response to the first one and. So I don't know, but I think she's a great writer. Yeah. And I love her. Yeah, wow. me too. Well, that was... Um, that was quite the roundup. So now are we going to do a little... What are we what? reading so, next? Okay. Amy, Amy's... tell me. Well, have you got any that you're definitely taking with you to Copenhagen? And how many are you going to take? I'm thinking, depending on size, mm-hmm. I kind of want to do three. I think three is good. Small to medium. One of them is going to be Orlando. Brilliant, Wolf. yes, please. please because please. also it's small, it's and small, yeah. I think it's Virginia Woolf's right kind of feeling. Because we're going somewhere cold, I don't want to be reading warm books. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm thinking I need two others, mm-hmm. and I don't really. Would you know want your more contemporary? What they should be. I think we could definitely throw in a contemporary one in there because Virginia Woolf is not. Yeah. You want one of your new ones? Maybe one of my new ones. I was thinking maybe maybe a little Fitzcarraldo. Yeah, I think it do if it's Corraldo for sure. And I've got... Is it just the ones in this here that you need to... Well, there's gonna some return? there, but... Do you think you're going to do a return to something else? I, I didn't want... So the ones that are on my bookshelf are a mix of I have and haven't read. And I haven't read Cold Enough for Snow, which is really... I think you've got to take that. Quite, it's going to snow it there, isn't it? It's quite... Yeah. It's the, so it sounds quite appropriate. Okay, I think that. So that's two. But then we need one more. What do you think? Am I choosing out of this here? This part of it? Yeah. 
Okay. I'm gonna say... But not huge. Yeah. Um... It's hard, isn't it? It is hard. What's the dolls? Where's that? Um, just under the night visitors. Ursula Scavenius. Oh Christ! To the yeah. left on the bo- on the black pile. The black pile. The black pile. The black pile. The, the top. The dolls. dolls. Oh, oh, that was one. Um, I got on our weekend last weekend where we got loads of books. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, you're not sounding okay. too well popular. I can't even remember what it's about yeah. I think it's no I think it's short stories actually oh Beautiful Ruins what's that um, oh that looks like a summer book that's got the cool oh, the person oh yes walking. yes yes um, you know what I don't know but it's definitely going to be Orlando and Cold Enough for Snow yeah I think those are too solid and I think maybe it's going to be a mood feeling yeah the last one you know yeah good idea Let's see what what the vibe is Okay, what about you, my love? Um, oh, difficult. Well, I'm going to read Isaac and the Egg. Difficult, difficult, love and difficult. Yeah, exactly. But I probably will also, so I'm probably going to be Rebecca. I think, I'm guessing Rebecca will probably save until you're back. I'm going to read Rebecca and back. Yeah, because we're going to read it at the same time. Yeah. That's so going to yeah. be next weekend. And then I want to read Rebecca. No, do you know what? I'm going to do Isaac and the Egg and then I'm going to do My Cousin Rachel. Because yeah. I think I should do that before Rebecca because I know I love Rebecca and I don't want to yeah out Demore myself. And then and then if you read my cousin Rachel, if you don't think it's as good, you'll be picked back up by Rebecca. And if you do think it's good, she'll be like, Oh, oh Rebecca's great as well. Rebecca, yeah, <laughs> well, not that sweet, but yeah. Oh, it's sick. Okay. okay, delish. That's what I'm gonna do. You should get living rooms. Why don't you take living rooms? Oh, you're so That's right. a um. That's one of um, the ages at the age of yeah. to work at. That's one of our. Well, I went to him doing a talk. So and I did you do it in KT four. Um, no, wait, where was no, it? No, was no, it no, it was at the London Literature Festival. Right, right. Look at this. This I got this before this came out. Look at that. Signed. Very nice. Let me see. I can't remember. Yeah, Has he not thanked me as agent? No, I don't think so. <gasps> the cheek. I don't know if I'm misreading this one. He has. Right. Because yeah. that's usually and this a is exciting because this is she's the one that most recently has become an agent. Oh, so that's lovely. So that's, um be me. <laughs> well, well I, I am actually really excited to read this one. Um good choice, Mia. Yeah, I've heard really good things. Okay, I think that's a really good little and selection. Said it, she said it's really good. And it's yeah. so just lovely. And well, such a nice sweet little small press. Yeah, too. and you know, Please, his yeah. partner is um her name escapes me, but she wrote like small fires in the kitchen or something. You'd recognize, um, it's like a memoir of our life in the kitchen. Oh. You'd recognize the cover, and that is, oh, Small Fires and Epic in the Kitchen by Rebecca May Johnson. Wow. And that's his partner, and she is revved by Harriet. Wow. <laughs> so, you know. Everything's interconnected. Yeah, it all it all joins together. <laughs> but I am actually really excited to read this one. Yay! Okay, Thanks brilliant. Out. Yeah, I the rooms. Cool. I think that's yeah. it. I was gonna say, did we say living rooms by Sam Johnson? Oh Shlee? yeah, <laughs> Sam, living rooms by Sam Johnson Schley, and it's in this radical and elegiac. Yeah, elegiac. I'd say. Elegiac I'm thinking essay? collegiate, and I'm trying to make that fit that um, elegiac word. <laughs> elegiac, elegiac. 
essay Johnson Schnee invites readers to consider the dreams and fantasies we have about our homes and their underlying reality mm. which I think sounds amazing that's yeah what I was like what if you um, social media for that one mm. fun. I also love the cover yeah the cover's really cool yeah it's a good cover uh-huh alright I hope you've enjoyed that recap and we've done a a double double whammy double whammy so hopefully yes. that's um, translated well yeah <laughs> love you guys love, love you a good week slash weekend bye bye bye, bye. bye.